Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anna Jar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anna Jar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. 
Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 That's 800 747 Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome, Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 17th of July. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. 800-747-3733. Got a fun little show planned for everybody today. I hope you had a great weekend. We got stuff to catch up on from over the weekend, of course, which was highlighted by 
Inter-Miami introducing Lionel Messi. It is official. He signed the contract. He was introduced last night. Got a lot of thoughts on that event from last night. We got the Marlins back in action. Second half of the season has gotten going. Do we have an update? Anything substantial in regards to, uh, well, I was going to say Tyler Hero, but in regards to Damian Lillard, that's really the way to talk about the story. Tyler Hero, we know, is going to be in the deal. When, like I said, I do believe it gets done, and I do not think that we are very far away from that. So, we'll talk plenty about that. But first, so, I, 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 got, I, got, I got to start with this. You guys know, I, I like, I like on, on a Monday show, talk about everything that we did over the weekend, right? By the way, we're going to talk about Lionel Messi, Mike Ryan from the Dan Lebetard Show. I mean, big time Lionel Messi insider. He's going to join us on the show today. So looking forward to catching up with Mike. We'll do that with him coming up later in the program. So I, I like I like catching up with you guys on the stuff that I do over the weekend. So on Saturday night, right? Yeah, Saturday night, my wife and I, we went. We went to the improv, went to the Miami improv. We go to the improv every so often, and we love going to see live comedy. And so we went to go see a comedian. She's called Jordan Jensen. We went to go see her on Saturday night. Didn't know much about her, but like I, I'd seen some clips, and I was like, yeah, this is the type of humor that I like, so let's go. First thing I will say is, I enjoyed the show a lot. I thought she was very good. All right, very good. Now... So we are, we are sitting, we're at the early show, Miami Improv, all right? And we, we got a booth. I love sitting in the booth. Sitting in the booth at the Improv's the best. It's so weird when you have to sit, when you're sitting at the table, because you're sitting next to someone or, you know, people who you don't know. You're up tight against them. You got to turn your head the whole show. I don't know. It's just a whole weird scenario. So I love the booth. Very comfortable. So my wife and I, and, and we're there with, with a couple friends as well. So it's the four of us, and we got a booth straight center. I, I don't care where we sit in the improv, as long as it's in a booth. But I don't care where we sit. We happen to be, like, right dead smack in the middle. So that was really cool. And I appreciate the improv for setting us up. Uh, that's always, they're, they're always really good to us. So anyway, I got to tell you, though, and, and this... It's like this in pretty much most walks of life now, right? Where people suck. People just suck. And what I mean by that is, like, no one has any self-awareness. No one cares about other people around them. I, me, myself, I'm a very courteous person. I am. I'm very self-aware. I know what's going on around me. I care about the other people around me. Like, isn't, I hope I don't, I, I never want to be bothering, bothering anyone. You know, if I'm out somewhere and, and, and my kids are being too light, I, you got to keep it down. We're bothering people. Like, no one's going to ever have to tell me, hey, tell your kids to keep it down. No, I'm going to take care of that because I, I don't want to bother you. I'm very self-aware like that. And so the people who are sitting Behind us, you know, we're in a booth, and when I say behind us, they're like above us, because then there's like the tabletops that are behind the, the boots. The, I mean, it's constant talking with each other. And not only that, not only is it constant talking with each other, but they, they were one of those people who go to comedy shows, 
You know what I'm talking about here, right? Where you go to the comedy show, and, and they're the type of people who, after every joke or every observation, you know, that the comedian makes, they have a comment for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they have, they have something to say about every joke, every line that's made by the comedian. They have to comment. And it's like, shut the fuck up. And just nonstop talk. Like, I don't get it. Laugh as loud as you want. And then you had people who were in front of us. This, it didn't even make sense. I think there was something wrong with this woman. It was this couple. They looked like they were maybe like late 20s. You know, maybe early 30s. I think there was something wrong with this girl. I really do. Because she was talking so loud. Talking to her, her date, the guy. And... Just as if there wasn't a show going on. And it was so loud. And I was able to tell, like, the people who were sitting around them were so annoyed. And, like, I was just... Uh, I was more amused. That, like, I was annoyed, but I was more amused. I was just staring at it. It's like, I, I really think there was something wrong with her. Talking so loud as if they're the only people in the room. And then eventually my wife stood up and she did a whole super loud shush at them, I'm like, sit down, you know, because, and, and I guess the, and the girl saw, so, at that point, I think she was pretty quiet for the rest of the show, but holy shit, like, there's no self-awareness, well, it's a combination of no self-awareness, and people don't care about other people, I don't know which one is more, is it more lack of self-awareness, or more just lack of caring about other people, I think it's a lot of both, I think it's a lot of not caring about other people, just not giving a shit, whatever's good for you, you know, and it ruins going to events like that, going to shows like that, I, I, and I would say I couldn't believe it, but I totally can believe it, because we see this wherever we go, right, just our behavior is so, it, it like, we're, 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 we've gone so downhill, just as a people, as a society, when it comes to our behavior, behavior, uh, empathy, and just giving a shit about other people. Nobody cares. Everyone only cares about themselves. These these girls and these these broads behind us, like, oh my god, so obnoxious, so loud. The talking and comments after every comment, every line that the comedian makes. Here's another thing I got to point out. And I've said, now this happens at comedy shows all the time. So, I hate sitting in front for comedy shows. Hate sitting up close. Especially, I'm never going to sit right up front. Because, if you're going to sit up front, you need to be prepared to be part of the show. It's a choice if you're sitting up front. You're, you're A, getting there early enough. And if you're getting there early, because the way that they seat you at the improv, let me explain the way they see you at the improv, it's not assigned seats. If you have VIP, which I did for, which which I usually do because I call in advance and the improv is really good to me and they set me up with VIP. All right, so I get like a booth, I get a really good seat like that. But the seats right up front are general admission. So the earlier you show up, they'll seat you closer to the stage. So if you're sitting, if you're if you arrive early, you're probably arriving early because. You want them to sit you right up close to the stage. Which, by the way, it's not a thing where, like, you want to make sure you could see. It's, the improv is small. It's a small little club. You can literally sit anywhere. And if you're arriving there early, it's because you want to sit up front. Now, 
Let's say you arrive early just because, and you don't want to sit up front. You could tell them, I don't want to sit up front. They'll sit you wherever. Yeah, I'm going to sit you right up front if you don't want to. But if you sit up front, if you decide you want to get there early enough so you could sit right up front, you need to be, I don't know how to make this any clearer. You need to be prepared to be part of the show. I will never sit up close because I don't want to be part of the show. Like at one point, you know, one of the comedians says something like, do, do we have any Jews here? And, and I did not raise my hand. And my wife's like, why didn't you raise your hand? Now my wife's Jewish too. But it's like, why didn't you raise your hand? It's like, I, I, I don't want to be called on. I don't want to be part of the show in any capacity. And I'm not even sitting up front. If you're sitting up front, you need to be prepared to be part of the show. So there are several times during the show where the comedian is going to talk, especially if things are going kind of slow, where the comedian is going to talk to the people in the very front. And like on Saturday night when we're there and and Jordan Jensen is up there and she's trying to talk to the guy up front and he's just not like not even answering back. No, no back and forth. And it's like, why are you sitting there? If you're sitting up, you can't even talk. You can't even give an answer. No one's expecting you to crack jokes back to the comedian, but you can't even respond with an answer to the question. It's crazy to me. Some of these people at comedy shows. I don't get it. And you know what winds up happening too? And this is why I think part of it was such a weird crowd that was there on Saturday night. Because let me tell you something. The crowd sucked. Sucked. And not only did the main act, which is Jordan Jensen, but the feature act, both of them commented, crowd was terrible. Like they said it to us, this, this, this is a really weird crowd. Wow, you guys are killing me. Wow, you guys haven't laughed the whole night. It wasn't. And my wife and I, we had a great time. We thought she was very funny. But it was a lousy crowd. And I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty sure it was a low IQ crowd. I really think so. But here's also what happens, or at least this is just a guess. This is me, like I'm assuming. I know a lot of the crowd was papered. What does that mean? That's when the show doesn't necessarily sell so well. So the comedy club goes into its database and sends out the emails to everybody. Two free tickets for the show Saturday night. And that's called paper in the club. They want to get people in the door. And the reason that they give out the free tickets is because it's a two-drink minimum for everybody. So, boom. I mean, that's 30 bucks right there. And you're going to order food. We go there. We order dinner. I mean, it's a $200 bill by the end of the night. So, I, I, I think a lot of time, like, we're going in two weeks, two weeks or so. Yeah. To go see Brad Williams. Uh, who, by the way, is going to be on the show this week. I'm really excited to have him on. And Brad Williams, and I'll tell him this when we have one. Brad Williams is from top to bottom. That's not a short person joke. Brad Williams from top to bottom, meaning also his feature act, the guy who travels with him. Tall black guy, I forget his name. I'll learn it before I have Brad on the show this week. Top to bottom, it was the best comedy show my wife and I have ever been to. Unbelievable, Brad Williams. I think So we're going on August 3rd. I think he's performing in Dania the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So, I can't recommend seeing Brad Williams enough. F- best show we've ever been to. And we've seen all the big comedians. So anyway, like at a show like Brad Williams, you're getting a crowd that knows him, for the most part. But a lot of times in the crowd, when the room is papered like this, I think you get a lot of people who don't necessarily know the brand of comedy that the comedian, in this particular case, like Jordan Jensen, super raunchy, 
And I feel like a lot of the crowd had no idea who she was and doesn't care for that brand of comedy. And as a result, it was a tough room. You know how tough the room was? Besides that she said throughout the act that this is a terrible crowd. At the end of the act, at the end of the show, the comedian always, thank you very much, you guys were great. Like when they walk off the stage. Have you ever heard a comedian say, thank you guys very much, thank you very much, you guys were all right? Have you ever heard a comedian say that? That's what she said at the end of her show on Friday. Thank you very much. You guys were all right. And that's because it was a horrendous crowd. I really think super low IQ crowd. I really do. Uh, we had a great time. I felt bad for her because she was awesome. And there was just nothing she could do about it with that crowd. So anyway, few th- the people talking, uh, uh, no self-awareness. The people who, who won't banter with the comedian when you're sitting up front, I, 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 man, just people's behavior is out of control these days. You can't go out anymore. You can't go out in public. All right. Anyway, I get that off my chest. We had a good time. I wish it was a better crowd. Anyway, let me tell you guys about Water Cleanup of Florida, one of our great sponsors here. And I love telling you guys, matter of fact, my friend Jackie the other day, I gave her water cleanup of Florida's info. She's got a friend who needs water restoration. She's like, I got the perfect company for you. Water cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. My boys, the Greensteins at Water Cleanup of Florida. They have over 60 years of combined experience. Their team is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day. 365 days a year after the leak is located and prepared water cleanup of Florida they then clean dry and fully restore all of the damaged areas they're fully licensed insured water cleanup of Florida is certified to provide that one-stop shopping all of us busy homeowners and business owners require they serve the entire tri-county area Miami-Dade Broward Palm Beach water cleanup of Florida 954-900-8635 you can also text them or go online, WCUFL.com. You can follow them on social media, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. Also, guys, if you're thinking about getting a new ride, if you want to get a new car, that should be an exciting experience. You shouldn't be full of anxiety. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to get. You don't want to get ripped off. Luckily for you, you're listening to your two-time championship broadcaster, and I tell you the only car dealership that I personally endorse is North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're thinking about buying a new car, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Outback, the Crosstrek, the, the Forester, the Ascent, WRX. If you're looking for a Subaru SUV for your entire family, maybe just something smaller for daily back and forth to work. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is sure to have the perfect model for you. Get sizzling summer savings at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. New Subaru models starting at just $249 a month. Save up to $1,500 off MSRP on select new Subaru models in stock. Plus, receive up to $750 in trade-in assistance. NFLSubaru.com. Conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know, and the place to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So, let's get to last night. Lionel Messi is officially part of Inter-Miami. 
He will make his debut this Friday night. Drive Pink Stadium. It's a League Cup tournament game. It's a match, match, it's a group game. It's against Cruz Azul, all right? Is that a La Liga team? It might be. Anyway, against Cruz Azul. And so I don't have tickets for that because that's a separate thing. I could have bought, I think there's actually still some tickets available online. The first game I'll get to go to will be one of the, there's six home games remaining for MLS, uh, for, for the MLS schedule. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. So obviously, I had the chance to go last night. Season ticket holders had the opportunity to grab tickets for free. And then any tickets that were available afterward went on sale to the general public for last night's event. And of course, they wanted to make last night's event like the same thing the Heat did when they signed the big three. Yes, we did. And it's a whole big party in the arena to unveil Wade, LeBron, Bosch. That's what was happening yesterday. Now, forget about the weather, which was a disaster. I mean, a lightning storm in the afternoon and leading up to the unveiling. And during the ceremony, it was raining really hard at start. And then once the ceremony got going, a light rain. But man, like, if you went last night, obviously you're hardcore, you love Messi, but God bless. Because you guys went into that stadium and were waiting around in that stadium during a monsoon. You're hardcore. Good for you. you. You'll see. If you were there just for that, just just for what we saw yesterday, Inter Miami is going to get some phenomenal crowds for these, I guess, at least eight home games, six for the MLS schedule, these two match play games that are coming up for the League Cup. You're going to get great, great crowds there. Very, very cool. Now, as far as the event goes, why didn't I go? Zazzle, you're an inaugural season ticket holder. Why didn't you go? I need last night and these first couple games, which are League Cup games. I need these to be like a trial run before I get over there. <coughs> the parking situation was already a disaster at Inter Miami, at Dry Pink Stadium. The team is super unorganized. It is a very poorly run team especially their communications department. Exceptionally poor run team. And of course, that stadium, are they prepared to handle a full crowd? I need to not be there for any of that. I got to sit at home and watch. And when they get a few games of a trial run, that's when I'll go. If it looks safe enough to go. And based on last night, I mean, it at the start was a disaster. You had security breach, You had fans who were hopping the rails, who weren't having their tickets scanned. Security wasn't there. Fans essentially broke in through the gates. A disaster. And not surprising because, like I said, it's a poorly run team. Poorly run business, franchise, whatever you want to call it. Now, as far as the actual, like, look, everybody looked like they had a great time that were there. And like I said, God bless you guys bearing the weather. I'm going to watch it at home. Honestly, I was waiting all day for this event. 825. Apple Plus. I'm wait- which, by the way, is a subscription service to watch any MLS games and to watch this messy unveiling last night. You have to pay to watch it. I'm looking forward to it all day. And to say that the viewing experience from home 
was a disaster is an understatement. I looked forward all day long to watching this, and it couldn't have been a worse experience for the at-home viewer. What a massive disappointment. And with the entire... It's a pay, it's a subscription-based television experience. You have to pay to watch that last night. And you had the entire world watching. And it was an awful viewing experience. I don't know who's at fault for that. Is that Inter-Miami? Is that Apple? Is it MLS? I have no idea who was at fault. But it was such a Bush League production. So... I understand the rain's making things difficult, but, like, why would you have the crew? It's Taylor Twelman and, you know, the the woman who's hosting, and, you know, then eventually, well, at the start, you got George Moss, you got David Beckham that are sitting down like it's raining on them. Why wouldn't there be some type of canopy or something? And then the setup where they had the stage, they were never able to use the stage. They had a stage in the middle of the field and a walkway leading to the stage. They weren't able to use it because they didn't want anyone walking all the way across that walkway because it was so slippery. So they couldn't use that. They had to just kind of stand at the edge of the walkway right at the beginning of the entrance. Why didn't anyone realize this was going to be super slippery? I mean, hell, they sent a message out to everybody saying, Rain or shine, this show is going on, so make sure you dress accordingly. They clearly knew, rain or shine, this show is going on. Why did they have a stage set up like that, where it was going to be super slippery, and they couldn't use the stage? And if you're watching at home on camera, there was no camera angle. Like, were they using drones, maybe? There was no camera angle that gave the viewer... A good view of the presentation. And then you got Jorge Moss on the microphone. The whole event is starting. Beckham on the microphone. They're introduced to Sergio Busquets. They're talking about what a great night it's going to be. And the microphone, the audio is not connected to the video. Only the people in the, uh, in the stadium can hear. The, maybe they can hear it. Can hear the microphone. It was not connected to the television viewer. How the hell does that happen? Then eventually they fix that. And then when Messi came out and he's talking on the mic, it was back to not connected to the television. So, and I'm not, I don't even care that Messi was talking in Spanish the whole time. If they was just doing the regular broadcast and I could hear Messi in Spanish, I'm not going to understand what he's saying, but I would have an issue with that. Okay, fine. So then not only is the audio not connected to the television and you can't understand anything Messi's saying, now... They bring on an interpreter to talk over him for the TV viewer. But he's completely muffled. And you can't hear anything he's saying. It was horrendous. And then they do they have a whole video presentation. All these like famous soccer people who are welcoming Messi to South Florida. And he's standing there on the stage with his family, with Moss, with Beckham, and they're watching the screen. And they're not showing it on the television broadcast. Finally, midway through the presentation, they give you like a far away angle of the Jumbotron and you can kind of make out who's on the screen. It was like, I I, could have, you got the whole world watching this event and it was so amateur hour. And you know what? It felt so inter Miami. And like, I understand you got the whole thing where they kept referencing Miami, Miami. They're not even close to Miami. It's Fort Lauderdale. But that's, 
you know, that's Jorge Mas trying to, like he's trying to convince everybody watching it's Miami. I get it. Like there's, there's an agenda there at least. I mean, it, it, it sounded silly for us, but I guess you kind of understand the agenda. Miami, you have welcomed me and my family. It's not Miami. I'm close. But just the whole, if that's a sign of how Inter-Miami, and again, I don't know how much was Inter-Miami's fault. I don't know how much was Apple Plus's fault. I don't know how much was MLS's fault. But if that's any sign of how Inter-Miami is going to be able to handle Messi, the world's most famous athlete, playing for them, that was a terrible start. Brutal start. I hope everybody who was there had a great time. You look like you had a lot of fun. I'm glad. But the viewing experience at home, where you're likely getting millions of people who are at least attempting to watch them all over the place, it was a brutal, brutal broadcast. Really disappointing. No other way to put it. No other way to put it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's cooler than cool? Casper's new cooling mattress. Say hello to the snow. Engineered to help you sleep five degrees cooler all night. Casper, for the love of sleep. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo. So, we'll talk to Mike Ryan coming up. Levitard's show. He's been all over the messy stuff. He's the best reporter. So, we're going to talk to Mike Ryan coming up in a little bit. We'll do... We'll, we'll talk to him about if he was there last night. We'll talk about his experience or if he watched it at home just like we did. And just, like, I don't even care. I just, I'm just i just happy to watch Messi. I don't even care about whether or not he's, at least right now, I'm not even concerned about him actually making Inter Miami better. But we'll ask him, how, like, how quick can the addition of Messi make this Inter Miami team any good? They lost 3-0 on Saturday night to St. Louis. So, anyway. All right. Guys, I got to tell you, though, you know the official beer. Of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba. Mike Ryan's going to join us coming up in a little bit. And we know every guest on Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to us by Johnny Cuba. European roots with a Caribbean soul. A refreshing German lager in a can. This weekend, man, I, I, I went through a six-pack of Johnny. If you need to pick up, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. If you don't know where you can pick up a Johnny near you. You send me a message on Instagram. I'm an influencer there, at J. And then I tell my man Juan where you live, and he tells me all the places around your neighborhood that you could pick up a six-pack of Johnny. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Remember to always drink responsibly, and of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. All right. 
Let's do a little bit on the heat here. Damian Lillard, before we get to Mike Ryan, and we'll talk about Messi with him. So, first of all, I want to talk about Tyler Hero first. I feel bad for Tyler Hero. You know, and I know there was some report out there, Tyler's upset, he's mad about the whole situation, but he's not going to request a trade if this trade doesn't go through. He expects to be traded, he hopes he's not traded, he likes it here, and it does. he hopes it doesn't work out, and if it doesn't, he's not going to request a trade. All right, cool. Not that the Heat would give in to that anyway. The Heat love him. Because here's the thing. Yes, the Heat love Tyler Hero. They do. And they have every reason to love Tyler Hero. Well, then why are they shopping him? Well, you know, it's like like when the Heat traded for Shaq. I love using the Shaq trade as an example and stuff like this. When the Heat traded for Shaq and Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom was upset. He was mad that the Heat traded him for Shaq at first. He just had the best year of his career. It resurrected his career, Lamar Odom. And now they moved on and, you know, he had a real good young core. What could we have done? Where could it have taken us? Now, not only did everything work out for Lamar Odom, he won two championships with the Lakers, but Lamar Odom was mad. And then he realized, like, did it just get rid of you? They traded you for Shaq. They traded... You were in the trade for one of the best players ever. The team that was trading away one of the best players ever wanted you in return. So, you don't have anything to be mad about. And it's a similar thing here with Tyler Hero. Not from that perspective where the team that is trading away the great player wants you in return. But the Heat have only... The Heat have essentially tried to trade Tyler Hero twice. But it wasn't trying to trade Tyler Hero. It's trying to acquire an all-time player, a Hall of Fame player, and the guy that we're willing to give up is Tyler Hero. And that's been this case here, Damian Lillard, and Kevin Durant. The two times that the Heat have been willing, reportedly, we know they were, willing to trade Tyler Hero, have been for Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard. And while we all love Tyler Hero, and Tyler Hero knows he's a great player, Tyler knows, and we know, he's not as good as Damian Lillard, and he's not as good as Kevin Durant. And if you're being offered up in a trade, being offered up for two of the greatest players ever, I don't know that's necessarily insulting. So I get Tyler Hero being upset, and I think for the most part you're upset because it's like your life, your, your, your life is hanging in the balance. Not life or death, but your lifestyle. Your life is... is You have no control of right now where you're going to live your life. But you know what? I've had a former NBA coach tell me this before. That's what the money's for. That's why these guys are heavily compensated. Because it's not the most ideal situation that Tyler Hero has to deal with right now. And that's what the money's for. That's why you're paid so handsomely. So when stuff like this happens... It's all part of the deal. It's why you're compensated so well. So just remember, like if you're Tyler Hero, I know he's listening. You got to remember that part, man. It's not because the team doesn't like you. They tried to acquire Kevin Durant, and now they're trying to acquire Damian Lillard. Like, come on. It's not that bad. So, anyway. As far as actual news from this weekend. Has Adrian Wojnarowski done any PR for the Blazers this weekend? 
Is there any PR from Wojnarowski that we need to catch up on? And the answer is, because, look, he is totally holding water for the Blazers. He's got Joe Cronin, the GM of the Blazers, in his ear. He's doing their bidding. Just listen to the reporting. Listen to the tone. And listen to what he is saying compared to what all the other reports are saying. And there's a different tone coming from Wojnarowski. And I've told you this before. Wojnarowski has no sources with the Heat. He does not like the Heat because he has no sources with the Heat. He has never broken a Miami Heat story. And the reason we have no other news, and I was explaining this to my son, there are no other offers out there. This is over. What Damian Lillard's agent did with shooing away the other teams, like, there was a point where we would hear a little bit about what Philly would offer for Lillard. We would hear a little bit about what Boston would offer for, offer for Lillard. Have you heard any of that anymore? It's over. It's not happening. What Aaron Goodwin, Lillard's agent, did in dissuading teams from trying to acquire Lillard, it worked. And there are no other offers out there. We know this because we haven't heard any. We would hear about it from Wojnarowski doing the work for the GM of the Blazers to try and make a bidding war. We haven't heard any of it. And the reason that Wojnarowski is the only one talking about this could take months, this is going to go deep into the summer, is because that's what the general manager of the Blazers wants him to say. Hell, the general manager of the Blazers said it himself. And he's told Wojnarowski, reiterate that for me. You're my PR agent. This, this is over. The Heat are going to get him. It's just a matter of when and how much they're going to have to give up. And we talked about this on Friday. Man, can the Heat really get away with just Tyler Hero and a bunch of first-round picks? Obviously, you got to make the contract work. Are you adding in Lowry? Please, please, God, please, Hashem, please allow them to trade Kyle Lowry away. Or is it Robinson? I don't know. But can they possibly get away with not trading one of the other young guys? Well, the reason they can get away with that is because the Heat have made their offer, presumably, and they're like, call us when you're ready. The Heat are not going to bid against themselves. There's no reason for the Heat to up the offer. Now, the Heat, look, I've talked about this before, too. The Heat can bring down the offer because, yeah, if you're not bidding against yourself, you can make a super low ball offer, take it or leave it. You have nothing else out there. Can't bring Lillard back. He's already asked out. It's going to be a disaster. Reporters will be asking him every day, asking the coach every day, asking Scoot Henderson every day. You know what? We're taking Tyler Hero off the table. Just accept this. The Heat are not going to do that because the Heat are about good business. The Heat are about good faith. And they're not going to do that. But they're also not going to bid against themselves. And that's why the offer that, whatever the offer is that's out there, that's the offer. Call us when you're ready to consummate the deal. We're here. We'll get it done. And it's going to get done. And I think that this deal is rather close. I told you that last week. I told you that where I'm just trying to connect dots. I'm just trying to use common sense. And the agent was very loud. And then the agent had a meeting with Joe Cronin. After the meeting, the agent said, we had a very positive meeting. And he hasn't said anything since. Why is that? To me, that would mean, yeah, they're close to a deal. But then there's also this. Another reason that I think this deal is almost done. 
You remember when the Heat traded for Jimmy Butler? Well, the year before they traded for Jimmy Butler, where the Wolves ended up trading him to Philadelphia. But at first, they were trying to trade him to Miami. And the deal was centered around Josh Richardson, and it didn't go through because the Wolves also wanted Bam. And the Heat weren't going to do that. And the talks are going on and on. And Josh Richardson's name was out there in the exact same way that Tyler Hero's name is out there right now. And Josh Richardson was supposed to be the number one option for the Heat that year, which he ended up being in the 2019 season. Now, Tyler Hero is not the number one option. But his name, Richardson's name was out there floating, flailing, the exact same way that Tyler Hero's name is out there right now. And what ended up happening? It was taking too long. The Heat bowed out. And Pat Riley met with the team. Now, granted, this was right before training camp. We're not quite there yet. You got to point that out. got to be fair. But Pat Riley met with the team and delivered a very clear message that there were talks and it's over with. There is no trade that's going to be made. And that allows Josh Richardson to have the peace of mind and move on forward with his life and playing for the team. And they did not make that trade until the next year. Well, Tyler Hero's still hanging out there. Pat Riley hasn't assured anyone that a trade is not happening. Pat Riley hasn't assured the other players or Tyler Hero, most importantly, that a trade is not happening. He made sure he did that with Josh Richardson and the rest of the team. Why hasn't he done that here with Tyler Hero? Because this trade's going to happen. And I think the trade is close. So, there's no new news out there. But again, I'm trying to connect the dots here. I'm trying to use some common sense. And I think we're using some common sense when we look at it like that. All right, so you you know we've been talking about it today. Messi last night, he gets unveiled. Uh, I mean, it was a disaster. Well, what else are you going to say? Joining us now is Mike Ryan. Can I still call Mike Ryan executive producer like you were? You weren't. You were. I feel like maybe you're not again. How do I – what's the proper title for Mike Ryan of the Dan Levitard show? Uh, I think that's it. Mike Ryan of the Dan Levitard Show, Metal Arc Media. That's because that's not a good intro, right? Executive producer that he was, then he wasn't, then he was, then he wasn't. That's not a good intro. No, no we can both agree that that was a bad intro. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us here, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, when I want to talk about Messi with someone, we got to get Mike Ryan on here because he was obviously, you know, my listeners, if you don't know, he was all over the Messi news for a long time. He messy, so he was right about everything. Props to Mike Ryan. Mike Ryan had it first. And Lionel Messi gets introduced last night in in what, for me, as the at-home viewer, like, I want to talk about all the awesome stuff with Messi in a moment, but last night was a disaster, Mike. You know, yeah. I, I really, I don't know if you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder, all right, for Inter-Miami, but I wasn't about to go to that because I kind of feel like, at least in the very beginning, it's going to be a disaster, all the messy stuff. Like I, I just read recently that they, I guess in their minds, fixed the parking situation. I don't know if that means it's fixed, but I'm, I'm not going out there until they get a few trial runs in them, you know? So I spent the whole day yesterday, Mike, looking forward to last night. I was Wednesday at eight o'clock already. Oh, 825. It doesn't start. Like I'm waiting for it. And dude, it was like, it was amateur hour, man. How did you experience it? Um, I guess my expectations were really low for it because I, I thought I kind of anticipated the same thing. It's MLS. It's um, 
the biggest star in the sport coming to an infrastructure that's never had the biggest star in the sport come by and visit. Um, it was also GA uh, for many folks, and um, the weather was not going to cooperate. If you wa- look, most unveilings, production quality-wise, do feel like amateur hour. We just don't really watch stadium we, or get the appeal quite honestly, of stadiums full of people to watch some guy come out in full uniform and dribble the ball at his feet. They didn't even have that down here. Weather kind of got in the way of some of the larger production aspects of it. But um, considering my expectations were so low for it, I didn't really come away with, oh, this is amateur hour. I was like, well, this is a team that's a little in over its head, a league that's a little in over its head, and Mother Nature decided to pour a monsoon down on it. So... I think expectations were met. I was happy that they had this one event to kind of stress test the whole thing as a season ticket holder. I have my concerns about getting in and out uh, once we get going here on Friday. But all in all, I think it's a positive thing that uh, Inter-Miami got a stadium full of people to sit through a rainstorm of pretty epic proportion and bad lightning and just overcome all of that for a glimpse at a guy in a t-shirt holding up his uh, his next team jersey it's it is kind of cool there are some positive aspects to it do you think there was any considerations them having last night at hard rock stadium the hard rock stadium thing i understand why a lot of people want that a lot of the neutrals want it hell a lot of um you know miami supporters want it even though it might complicate things for some season ticket holders because the yeah, the infrastructure there uh through my reporting i i said a couple of times that the Moss family wants to make sure Stephen Ross doesn't get a single cent out of this whole thing. Uh, I know that there's been some pressure from the league to, hey, maybe the U.S. Open Cup, since that isn't a league match, if you advance and end up hosting the final, maybe you can host the final at uh, Hard Rock Stadium. There has been pressure from higher ups, but the Moss family, which has been burned in negotiations by Stephen Ross when Stephen Ross brought the ICC down here, how Stephen Ross has uh, kind of bullied some of the other teams over here. The, the Moss family isn't too enthused at the notion of Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins making any money off of this. What is the – where are we with the stadium? Like, what's the latest with, with Miami? Because obviously everyone was making – it's easy to make jokes last night, right, where, you know, it's Fort Lauderdale. Everyone keeps saying Miami and it's Fort Lauderdale. Although it was kind of weird where, you know – Jorge Moss, not a single time mentioned Fort Lauderdale. Like, he really was trying to give off the impression for people watching on television that they're in the heart and soul of Miami Beach last night. Yeah, that's a concerted effort. The the team knows its present situation and how it doesn't really match everything that was promised right now. The the herons and the flamingos and the tropic uh, drums and, and the beaches. That's not really the scene out of Drive Pink Stadium. Like, why Nor did they the... show last night when they showed the aerial view? Why did they show the empty abandoned warehouses off Commercial Boulevard? It's so <laughs> nice. That, that, that's all marketing. Uh, if you, I, I drive by Mel Reese uh, quite often right next to the airport, and the, the golf course is overgrown. It's not being maintained. It's uh, gated off. The anticipation is that uh, a shovel goes in the ground relatively soon. I did know that maybe some of the equity stuff was a little complicated because the second a shovel does go in the ground, the, the valuation on that franchise goes up. So maybe that's an explanation. I know that there was a bit of a delay that Inter-Miami 
wouldn't start paying rent until active construction on the site happened. So they bought themselves about a month here. That's not what people want to hear. The expectation is, or at least the, the messaging from Inter-Miami is that the stadium will be done in 2025 for the 2025 se- season. So which for is the Messi's very aggressive- last contractual year. Right. He does have a, he does have, there's a mutual option for both uh, sides to extend. Um, it's a, his contract does, it's a two and a half year contract. So it's a 2026 type of deal, but um, they can get creative with the, the season and still have the, uh, the stadium ready for the season, but not start the season. At that stadium, they can really front load their schedule with road games. It wouldn't be the first time that's happened in MLS. In fact, it's happened quite a bit uh, in MLS where a team moves into a new stadium about midway through the season. So we'll see that they do have a construction background, the Moss family, and they found a way to erect a a temporary stand for 3,000 extra seats in pretty quick time. They erected that stadium such that it is prefab construction and all in in a pretty quick turnaround. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm done doubting the the Moss family at this point. I think they bought themselves just a little bit of credit, given that uh, given that they they got uh, Lionel Messi here. All right, so let's let's actually talk about Messi, the player, and, and what he potentially does to this team. You know, it's funny. I wonder how you experienced it, Mike, because when when we got the word that it's official that Messi is coming to Inter Miami, I was excited because I get to watch Messi. As opposed, and I didn't think at all or care at all what that meant actually for Inter Miami. And and the the correlation I'm making is when LeBron announced that he's coming to the Heat, I wasn't excited to see LeBron. I was excited for what it means for the Miami Heat and winning championships. It's like the opposite here. I just I just want to watch Messi. So mm-hmm. what what is his uh like him being here now? What does it actually mean for Inter Miami? Like, is he still in a place in his career where, I mean, they're in last place, you know? So, like, what does it yeah. mean for Inter Miami? They're in last place. Uh, they, For them, they had been on better form. They had drawn three out of their last four, mm-hmm. and then they got they had cl- they got clobbered against expansion St. Louis. They're presently bottom in the Eastern Conference right now. That They're still within striking distance of a playoff spot, though. They, they just need to win, like, three in a row, and they're right back in it. Well, for what it means for Messi, the player, last I saw him, he was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> he was in an Argentinian national shirt, boss in a game. So he he's still very good. He Is he the player that we saw a couple of months back in the World Cup? I don't know if we're going to see that Messi because he's at he's at age 36 now, and the competition's a little bit different, and the, the expectations and the, and the pressure – and the stakes are a lot different. Is this guy coming to MLS at the end of his career? That's a factual statement. But he's also much better than everybody else on the pitch. And I'm very curious to see how this team sets up around him. Messi teams succeed when they allow Messi to do his thing. Don't expect much in terms of tracking back and defending. Don't expect much in terms of running. But you can your, your starting 11 can survive one guy doing that, especially if that one guy is Messi. And he's that brilliant with the ball at his feet. The uh, the strategy to get some older guys, some longer in the tooth guys, granted, they absolutely need someone like Sergio Busquets because their defense with the injuries has been really had a hatchet taken to it. But does he have the pace to keep up in MLS? Jordi Alba, 
they're super thin. Again, lots of injuries at that fullback position. But does he have the pace? There is one thing that you can say about MLS, and you need to run in this league. They're really great athletes. The pace is a little hectic. And if you if you're gonna just be ball watching and expect to get by on your own talent, we've seen plenty of older players come into MLS thinking that it's what they could do and they don't survive it. So I think MLS would be really smart. Granted, they address some needs with these signings, but I'm a little concerned at the pace and the athleticism of some of these older signings in Busquets and potentially uh, Jordi Alba, which seems all but done. I, I think that they need to get a lot of people around Messi to do the dirty work. That's how all his teams get successful, unless he's next scene, yes, and Xavi, and that's not going to be the case over here. Where does Messi, how does he compare to other soccer greats who came over to MLS? You know, Zlatan and, and Beckham and Rooney, like, where Messi is in his career, how does that compare to where those guys were in their careers? So Beckham was at, at a pretty comparable age, but Beckham had a, a different game. Beckham Beckham's personality was bigger than his game. Beckham was a free kick specialist, wasn't someone that would score a, a lot. That's not necessarily sexy. And for the casual fan, they, they don't necessarily know what it means for a midfielder who's just a passer and a set-piece specialist to boss the game. Uh, Zlatan came into the league because he was kind of out of options. He was at a point in his career where people expected him to fall off. He would, he had been injured, and he came in, and he totally crushed the league. He he just decimated the league, and that was a guy that wasn't running. And he was just a, a prime goal scorer. In fact, he performed so well, he ended up going back to Europe shortly thereafter. I think Zlatan is closer to the, the type of output that you can expect from Messi. Messi still... Very much, <laughs> look, he's, he's a couple months removed from playing the best soccer we had ever seen, arguably the greatest player ever play. So he's still that guy. And I'm really interested to see how it how that works if you just plop it in into MLS. Granted, they're not playing an MLS opponent in their first game. They're playing Cruz right. and Sewell, which will be an interesting test. How much time, like when it comes to a star player joining, you know, a soccer club, how much time is there needed to build chemistry? Does Do you need that, or is it just, hey, you put Messi in there, he's going to make it happen? Like, how does I that work? Is Messi, well, Messi's playing with a bunch of academy kids and a, and a couple of play, uh, players that he's played his entire career with. So that's actually a pretty easy plug-and-play. He's the greatest player of all time. Like, Gareth Bale made it work running uh, – uh, joining a team that was already in full motion and having to figure out chemistry there – uh, Zlatan made it work. Rooney, a similar situation, came into the league uh, beyond his uh, his prime in, in European football, came into the league, performed admirably. Uh, actually, above admirably. He was a really good goal scorer. So was Robbie Keane. So there have been really good examples of strikers coming in. Aging midfielders, though, that is cause for concern. We saw Pirlo struggle. We saw Gerard struggle. We saw Lampard struggle in this league. And those people have a pace that's a little bit closer to comparable to Lionel Messi. However, they don't have the skill level at this point in their career, at the, the point in their careers where they came to MLS, that Messi has displayed quite recently. So I think ultimately, I'm not going to be the dumb person with the take that, oh, it's going to take them uh, uh, some time to acclimate. That, that'll be for excuse making if it doesn't indeed happening if it does indeed end up happening, but I, I would I would suggest that it's a pretty fair bet that the greatest player we've ever seen can jump into MLS and do just fine. 
Now, lastly here, Mike, I don't know if you caught on television like I did in the pregame stuff, Taylor Twellman, and he he had the quote, this is the biggest heist in the history of American sports. Is is that a fair statement? In terms of like a massive coup heist, it's probably... There was look. There was a huge heist in the American Century Championship where someone yelled on during Marty Sw- uh, Fish's downswing, who bet on the and and the person went and admitted to bet on Steph Curry. That was uh... that was heist. Uh, in terms of who, when you consider who was out there reporting that it wasn't happening, yeah, I think yeah, outside of yours. Truly, there were really a lot of people ever given Inter Miami a chance, even in this. It's it's pretty massive, but it's also a pretty big gamble. This is a league that's almost entirely behind a paywall, and it's on a streamer that I know they have Ted Lasso, but it's on a streamer that's not one of the considered essentials. And Messi is one of those things that can bring casual fans into the tent. But are those casual fans going to end up paying a subscription fee to, to watch the spectacle? I don't know. Uh, I did read somewhere last week that they're finally approaching the threshold for revenue sharing, Apple and MLS. And that's going to be big for Messi because that's entwined in his deal. But I, I, I'm genuinely curious to see how this, this all goes from a subscription model bet that they made. But... I don't think Taylor is wrong in saying that this is one of the bigger coups in American sports history. He's the most famous person on the planet, and he's going to be playing <laughs> next to Fort Lauderdale Executive Airport against Cruz Azul on Friday. Great job, Mike. What do you guys got coming up the next couple of days? Well, I'm actually heading on a plane to uh, MLS All-Star in Dallas uh, after the show today and uh, going to have some cool content opportunities out there. Stu Gatz is back. From his uh, Dead and Company experience, oh. yeah, it was the final Dead and Company show, uh, which meant they just just took the opportunity to announce Dead Reckoning uh, <laughs> in a whole new cash grab outfit for for the Dead guys. So we thought that uh, we'd be able to pop a bottle of champagne and think that it would it was Stu's last uh, uh, gig on the road, but, but it is not. It looks like there's going to be more gigging, but Stu's back in studio, Dan's back in studio. We have a new shipping container member in Lucy Rodine that I'm very excited about. So check us out. We're on the DraftKings network. It's available via Samsung. More outlets to come very shortly, folks. Thank you for your patience. But as always, you can always check out our YouTube page. Full shows go up on there. You can see all the cool content that we got at Lake Tahoe, which was jaw-droppingly beautiful. YouTube.com slash at Levitard Show. Great job, man. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us today. Thank you, Zaz. Great job by Mike Ryan there. Appreciate him hanging out with us. And, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the program. And that, of course, is Johnny Cuba. Guys, if you need insurance on your home, you're a new homeowner, there are going to be some things that you don't know about. One of them is you got to have the great homeowner's insurance. You got to make sure you're covered protected from any kind of disaster. And of course, you want to make sure that you're not getting swindled, that you're getting the best rate out there. Well, I'm sending you to the only insurance agency I get my homeowner's insurance from. I'm talking about Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-589. 
2204. They have three offices throughout Florida Davie, Stewart, and Lakeland. You can call 954 589 2204 Monday through Friday, open 10 A to 4 P. And we'll be whatever area you're calling from. It could be from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys. Brunt Insurance, Greg Brunt and his fully licensed staff, they know exactly the area you're calling from. They know exactly what type of coverage you need, and you're going to get the most comprehensive coverage at the most affordable rates out there. Hey, what if you need for your car? What if you need motorcycle? What if you need boaters insurance? Well, you made the right call there as well. 954-589-2204. Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance have the expertise and the experience to find the right coverage for you. Hey, that also includes comprehensive policies for for trailers and motorhomes as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. Call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, almost five hours was the Wimbledon championship match between number one Carlos Alcaraz and number two Novak Djokovic. It was a thriller. I watched uh, from from set three on. So I watched most of the match. Look, I'm not a tennis guy, but I've said this before. When the tennis is good, it's really good. And that was a phenomenal championship match for the Wimbledon championship. Carlos Alcaraz, he wins his second major, first at Wimbledon. Djokovic had won four consecutive Wimbledons that he participated in. And here was uh, here was Djokovic after the match. He was being interviewed on the court, of course, and he got a little bit emotional talking about his kid. Just a word for Goran and your family and your team up there. Look pretty stressful up there today. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's nice to see my son still there, still smiling, you know. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> um, I love you. Thank you for supporting me, and uh, I'll give you a big hug, and we can all love each other. Thank you. (laughs) Novak Djokovic, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big deal. It's obviously a big deal that Carlos Alcaraz won. It felt a little bit like a a passing of the torch kind of deal. Not that Djokovic is going anywhere, and he's still very great, but he is 36 years old. And and you you like seeing the emotion I know Djokovic, uh, especially at the anti-vax stuff, I know he could be a pretty controversial figure. I like Djokovic. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Today's a big news day as far as the NFL goes. Specifically, eyes are on Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Neither have signed their restricted tenders. They have until 4 p.m. today to either sign the tender or to come up with a long-term deal with their respective clubs. If they don't sign these tenders then they will not be fined when they miss training camp. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. The Marlins, they came out of the All-Star break. They got swept over the weekend by the Orioles. 
They're now 53 and 42. They are still tied for the top wild card spot. They are actually percentage points behind the Giants. No sense in keeping track of the NL East. The Marlins are nine and a half back, I believe it is, of Atlanta in the NL East. They're never going to catch them, but you want to stay atop, or at least in that wild card, but you'd like to stay atop the wild card. This is nothing to be worried about if you ask me when it comes to the Marlins losing these three to the Orioles. Look, the Orioles have the second best record in the American League. They have the third best record in all of baseball. They didn't just lose to some slouch, all right? You know, yes, the Marlins got their ass kicked by the Braves. That's the best team in baseball. And now they just got swept by the Orioles. That's the second best team in the American League. It's not, you know, the sky's not falling. They lost to a really good team. They got swept by a really good team. It happens. Not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about over the weekend, WWE superstar Bailey? We love Bailey. Bailey got injured at a house show last night. I believe it was in Maryland. You know, the referee has to throw up the X sign. That means that it's like, for real, you got to get a doctor out there. They got to stop the match. Bailey hurt her knee. Apparently, though, she took. that's always a bad sign when the referee has to throw up the X. But apparently after the match, like, she sent out an Instagram post. She had a massive ice pack on her knee. She said, I'm going to be okay. I don't know what that means. But it, it feels like this could be a serious injury. You hope not. So I'm going big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. WNBA All-Star was over the weekend. I mean, I I couldn't care less. But you have to give it up. Three-point shootout. Sabrina Ionescu. Unbelievable performance. Here she is. uh, 37 points. A record-breaking three-point shootout performance. She she must have made 15 in a row. New York Liberty. Sabrina Ionescu. Sabrina will start in the far corner. Her money ball rack is on the far wing. You may begin on the DJ's queue. Ionescu had a big first round with 26. Wickham at 28. Gosh, it looks so easy, It Ryan. does. Well, one of the things Sabrina's talked about shooting this year for the Liberty is she's never had this many open shots before in her career. Obviously, Brianna Stewart creates that gravity, and it's created a lot of practice for shots like that. She just cashed in on the entire money ball rack and the starry ball. Sabrina Ionescu is putting up a monster final round. Wow! She cannot miss! Whoa! Sabrina Ionescu! My goodness! Ionescu on fire! This is ridiculous! Has this arena buzzing! Finally misses, she's already up to 31! In the corner! This is incredible! Sabrina Ionescu, you bet! The greatest performance we have ever seen in this contest, and it is not even close. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, an incredible shooting display from, I mean, she's the best WNBA player or, you know, top three. I, I Listen, I, I don't watch WNBA. You guys know that. Uh, but Sabrina Inescu, that, that right there, that's a big deal. That was very impressive. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Brought to us as always by Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. All right. 
there you have it. That's the show for today. What a great show. Great job by everybody involved. Appreciate all your hard work behind the scenes helping us get the show out to everybody today. Can't do it without your help. Glad to have all you guys aboard for the start of another great week of shows. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.